Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Come out to the Oconee Democrats meeting. I will be introducing myself and taking some questions. I'm also going to stick around afterwards to meet and chat with anyone interested. Yeah, back in the fall, September, I'm thinking, uh, as Lexi Darty was introducing herself to Democrats in Oconee County as a Democrat candidate for Congress, and she'll do the same with us this morning, joining us in studio. Lexi Darty, candidate for Congress in Georgia 10, the 10th district as represented currently by Republican Mike Collins. Lexi Darty, thanks for rolling out this morning. Morning, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, visiting the website. Let me get it in front of me here. Uh, what's the website? It is... LexiDoherty.com. Uh, and D-O-H-E-R-T. L-E-X-Y-D-O-H-E-R-T-Y.com. Curious about the website here, and you're going to have to fill in some blanks. I'm looking yeah. for that link that you know about that tells me about Lexi Darty. Well, I went to high school here, college there, won a Nobel Prize, and now I'm running for Congress. I don't see the biographical information, so give it to us uh, quickly. Where, where are you from? How long have you been here? And then what's the resume? Sure. So I grew up in South Carolina, just a couple hours away outside of Columbia. Um, ended up graduating from University of South Carolina with a degree in geology. Came to Athens um, for graduate school, kind of a traditional story. Mm. Expected to live here for about two years and then move out to Nevada, and I thought I was going to go be a gold miner. Um, <laughs> actually had a big internship out at an open pit mine in oh, Nevada wow. one summer. It was super cool. I love the job, uh, but I realized I did not want to live in Nevada. I love the South, um, and I just found that my husband and I love living in Athens. He's a sound engineer, so he's got a little studio here. Um, and I kind of segued from geology to now I work in education. And I realized one of the things in grad school was that I, my favorite part by far was working with students. And so I, I kind of ended up having like a little cohort of mentees when <laughs> I was a, a TA. And I... So now, uh, as an educational consultant, I specialize in helping high schoolers apply to college. Uh, locally here in Athens? So I'm totally virtual since the oh, pandemic. Okay, sure. okay. So um, most of my students are in kind of metro Atlanta mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. um, but I've had students all over the country. I've worked with a few international. So here and there. So it's virtual, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, where exactly. You are or where they are. Okay. Uh, from that to this, uh, yeah, I think I'd like to run for Congress now. Why? <laughs> Ah, so I think like so many people, I'm just really disillusioned with the way things have worked in Washington practically forever. I think, you know, so many of our politicians are frankly just like rich old people. And, you know, I think if you are, especially if you've been in Congress for decades, which I know Mike Collins hasn't, um, but I just don't His think. Dad was. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think you can understand what it's like to be a regular working person in our economy today if you are not. Well, yeah, especially if you have you know a couple hundred thousand dollar salary. <laughs> yeah, well, if I'm Mike Collins, here's and he'll here's what he's going to say to you about that. I run a trucking firm. I, I know about working. I know about the, the regular folks, the folks who drive the trucks. I am one. That's the kind of answer you're going to get from him. And at some point, uh, you get far enough down the road here, that'd be the guy you would run against, sure. Lexi Doherty. What do you say to that? 
oh, I would say that's fine. That's not the only reason I'm running against him. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a that's my general critique of politics in general right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as far as Mike Collins, I think just politically we have different and, opinions. And we'll, we'll spend some time talking about him behind his back as we move along. <laughs> but you, you mentioned one thing that, that jumped out at me. Said, uh, in addition to being wealthy, you're old if you're in Congress now. And, and people have begun to notice that, yes, it, it, it does look like a retirement home up there. Mm-hmm. Should there be, have you thought this one through, should there be term limits? I am absolutely open to considering term limits. Um, I think I, I don't know that it should be eight like the president. I think, you know, politics moves slow. That's something mm-hmm. we all know. So, you know, I, I'm not against term limits. I think it should be maybe longer than the eight years. But, you know, these politicians that are there for decades, I think that's insanity. Again, Lexi Darty, candidate for Congress in Georgia 10. Uh, listen, you can read a map. And, and you, can, you can look at a map and you can read numbers and, and you know that this is a bright red district sure. and you're running as a Democrat in it. Uh, step me through the process. What's the path to winning this seat? So I think there are a lot of moderate voters that, you know, swing one way or the other. I think typically in this area swing Republican probably because they always have. But I think the Republican Party today just in large part does not look like what it has in the past. And, you know, especially I look at the House and Mike Collins is in the House Freedom Caucus. This is the caucus that has been so divisive in the House. And we have had the least effective Congress in years. And it's in large part due to that Republican infighting. So By the way, there are those who would say that's fine. Let the, they they, they sure. pass fewer bills than any Congress ever. Great, stop passing bills. You'll, you'll run into that that notion. But that, they that still the have to they pass they a budget. The, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and they thing. haven't been able to do that very well. And, and in decades, they haven't been able to do that. And, and by the, one place you and I would agree, both sides, there's mm-hmm. plenty of blame uh, to go around there. Okay, uh, the Republicans, in your estimation, and in the estimation of a lot of folks, there are people, you know, that, boy, those Democrats, they're crazy, pregnant men and all that, but the Republicans are just as bad. But the Republicans, Republicans just throw it right back at the Democrats. Look how far gone they are. I, I guess the, the question is, it, it, you mentioned moderates and people who swing either way when it comes to voting. Are there enough of them in your estimation? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I think that's the bet I'm making. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, tell us about this. Uh, in terms of getting this campaign off the ground now, I did very much a grassroots thing at this moment. Absolutely. What's it going to be like moving forward? So I'm definitely planning to go talk to anyone that'll have me. Um, you know, I'm a pretty easygoing person. I think I relate to a lot of people. I don't think I'm pushing any crazy ideas here. So, you know, I think for most people, I could see myself in them, and I think they would be able to see themselves in me. And I think the vast majority of people just want someone in re- to represent them that is willing to listen to them and understand where they're coming from and make decisions that are going to make their lives better. And that's what I'm trying to do. I don't care if you're on natural gas or like me on propane gas or whether you're on pull my finger gas. You know, the administration and the federal government should have no impact or input on what you have for a stove. That's the guy who has the job now. That is 10th District Republican Mike Collins, congressman, uh, son of the late and former congressman Mac Collins, by the way. I think most folks here probably know that. Uh, he's going to run for re-election in the fall. A Democrat who says she'd like to oppose him in studio with us this morning, Lexi Darty, uh, Democrat candidate for Congress in Georgia. There's Mike Collins there talking about, and I'm sure you've heard this, one of the later controversies 
controversies. Uh, the administration evidently coming after my gas stove and Mike Collins saying, keep your hands off my gas stove. That's an environmental issue. And that's one of the things you say you want to address. Again, I'm looking at the website, uh, Lexi, and that's L-E-X-Y, Darty, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y, Lexi Darty for Congress.com. Protect our natural resources. What would you say about the gas stove issue? Oh, goodness. Well, I am glad to say the administration has pretty explicitly come out and said they're not going after gas stoves. Um, I think what they were getting at, and this is this is a concern I think we should acknowledge, um, that there's particulate batters that you burn in your house. That's bad for your lungs. And um, one of the things I read recently is that worldwide we have over a million deaths each year that are related to asthma. So just something to consider. Do you really want to be burning particulate matter in your house if, you know, you've got kids with, with asthma? I don't know. Maybe I don't. Well, the environmental issues, uh, to, to sum it up in a couple of phrases, I guess, global warming, climate change, and what to do about it. I, I, I will tell you up front where I am. I'm somewhat skeptical that we, A, know where the global thermostat should be set, and B, know how to set it. I, I'm Call me a skeptic, if you will. Where are you on all this? Oh, sure. Well, this is where my geology background comes in. So, uh, frankly, the, the science is pretty straightforward on climate change. It's you know, we are warming the climate and, um, you know, I just... We, by, you mean me uh, and you and us, humans. human beings. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I say, look around at how we've affected the earth, you know, just with infrastructure. It's, if we've done so much change on earth's surface, I, I think it's not crazy to say it's possible that we could affect, you know, the atmosphere and the temperature. Um, so, yeah, I would say that's a big part of something that's concerning to me. And what that looks like in the Georgia 10th is protecting agriculture. And, you know, well, John Kerry, the climate czar, says we need to do away with a lot of farming, that, that farming is a massive contributor to what he calls climate change and global warming. So it just depends on kind of traditional mass agriculture has required massive inputs of fertilizers but there are ways That's how we feed massive amounts of people yeah but there are ways to farm without those external inputs you can produce compost on your own farm there's companion planting there's a lot of ways um, in cattle there's rotational grazing which uses less land because you manage it so that you can have denser herds so there's a lot of changes that we can make and we can support local farmers that it's going to make their farming more profitable it's going to make it better for the environment and i think that's kind of good all the and way you're around you're running for congress lexi darty so what's the congressional role in all that is there one? Oh yeah farm bill i mean that's huge we spend Farming is widely subsidized, especially with insurance. You know, federal government does a lot for agriculture. Fight corruption in Washington. And again, I'm reading your website here. Fight corruption in Washington. Good luck. Uh, Donald Trump called it draining the swamp. I didn't have much success there either. What do you have in mind? Oh, man, just oversight. You know, I think we need strong ethics rules. You know, I think, and this is something that makes me crazy on both sides. You know, the fact that Menendez is hmm. still sitting uh, sitting there, you know, after... Bob Menendez, Democrat, Senator of New Jersey. Yeah. And, and as Fetterman calls him, the senator from Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the... gold bars yeah. in his mattress, yeah. you know, yeah. insane. Um, so, you But know. you know where we are now? We're in this team sport thing where, well, he's, he's wearing the Democrat jersey so i can't speak ill of him you just did by the way credit to you sure <laughs> yeah well that's one of my biggest issues is you know the team sports mentality mm -hmm. i think you know and, and this is something that i think has kind of 
been exacerbated in recent years a lot due to, you know, social media and, you know, that's kind of, I call it like anger for the algorithm. You know, people are, <laughs> are more engaged the crazier you are. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's going to take some really intentional pushback from people to say like, okay, we really do believe in a lot of the same things, even if we disagree on the particulars. Um, There's a lot that we can come together and work on and, you know, be happier with the outcomes. Support education, another plank in the platform here, Lexi Darty for Congress. My first thought is, okay, run for school board. Uh, The the word education is not even in the Constitution. We didn't have a Department of Education until when? The 70s, maybe, Jimmy Carter. Uh, I I still can't find anybody who tells me what that thing is supposed to be doing. Uh, Why is education a role of the federal government, or why should it be? I think the this is actually something that is in the Library of Congress. There's a great quote I saw that the foundation of any state is its the education of its youth. And I believe that for us to have a functional society that is competitive on the world stage for generations to come, we need, especially in the age of technology, we need well-educated young people. And we are not going to be competing against China. I mean, they are just crushing us when it comes to education Many of the Asian countries are. Right. So I, I think, you know, we... It is in our best interest <laughs> to educate our children as best okay, as we well, can. Okay, well, we stipulate that, and then the question becomes how and whose job is it? Now, traditionally, constitutionally, that's the job of, of the state government, and especially the local government. Uh, the Clark County School Board decides what's taught here with, with state standards. What's the role for the federal government? What's the role for Congress? I think there's got to be some federal funding. You know, there are states that are making more money in taxes and states that are making less money in taxes and especially the southern states typically receive more federal funding than they give in income taxes so it makes sense to me that the federal government has some you know kind of balancing power that we don't want states with less income tax revenue to have worse educated children make health care more affordable she says as uh, march of 2010 they passed obamacare the affordable care act didn't we fix this a decade ago <laughs> evidently I mean, that's not. laughable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i would say first no we did yeah. not fix it a decade ago and i would agree <laughs> um but there's just so much we can do better on healthcare. My, I come from a family of healthcare providers, and um, I actually had a conversation with my brother this week that was really interesting. Um, he said when it comes to um, like preauthorization for surgeries, you know, I, I want to acknowledge that <laughs> Medicare and Medicaid aren't perfect by any stretch. But you know, his wife is a, a surgeon, and she said when she's getting pre-authorization, she will have to be on the phone for hours with insurance providers to get pre-authorization, just to j- jump through hoops, be on the phone with different but private sector insurance providers. Or yes. okay. Right. And she said when they call Medicare or Medicaid, you know, they've got their strict rules, mm-hmm. but. They, you call them, they say, I want this surgery for my patient. Medicaid says, okay. So, you know, we have these insurance companies whose entire profit model is charge more, provide less services. And all that waste, you know. Well, they would call it efficiencies. They wouldn't call it waste, but well, okay. <laughs> ask uh, any doctor about if private health insurance is uh, efficient. Again, the, the plank of the platform here, another one on that website, LexiDartyForCongress.com, uh, reimagine public safety. Now, those are the words you use. I hear defund police. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. I think you're listening wrong. Okay. Um, so 
What that means to me, one is, you know, we got to have mental health providers on outreach response teams because the way I look at it, if you're a hammer, everything's a nail. So, you know, we should not have police responding to medical emergencies, mental health crises. You know, we need specialists. I don't know if it's a mental health crisis. I just see some crazy guy with a gun shooting people. I don't know his mental background. Well, of course, if he's got a gun, you want the guys with guns there. But there are a lot of instances where people have issues where they're not doing anything harmful. They just need someone to come intervene. And, you know, for me, that also means legalizing marijuana at the federal level. It's crazy that it's a Schedule One felony. Or, yeah, it is. It still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I've made that point uh, quickly to, to my liberal sister-in-law, lawyer out in Colorado. She said, yeah, Tim, this ain't the same pot you were smoking in the 70s. This sure. is different and more and much more serious stuff. And that's why she says it is still Schedule One. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but, uh, you know, we're still not seeing overdose deaths in states where there is recreational marijuana. It's far less dangerous than alcohol is. So if we are allowing people, I think it should be controlled for sure, you know, but if we are allowing people to have access to that alcohol, which is a drug, you know, then it makes no sense to me that marijuana wouldn't be treated the same Up against way. it here, bottom of the hour, and, and uh, final seconds here and final thoughts. LexiDarty.com, uh, the website, L-E-X-Y-D-O-H-E-R-T-Y is that website. What's this going to look like over the next few months? There is a Democratic primary out there. If somebody wants to jump in, you'd, you'd have to clear that hurdle. Sure. Uh, if they don't, you're going to take on Mike Collins in November. Uphill climb, I think you would say. How do you climb it? Yeah, just, you know, I think with everything with effort, you know, I think there it it's going to take a lot of talking to people. That's why I'm here today. Um, I, I want to talk to everyone that I can. I want to hear people's perspectives. Like I said, I think there's a lot of things that we are more in agreement on than we're different on, even if, you know, I have a D next to my name and you have an R next any, to yours. Any help at all from the National Democratic Party? Are they going to give you a nickel? Not no, probably. That's my expectation. You know, as you said, this is a, a pretty bright red district. So, you know, I'm going to give it my all and see what happens. But I think, you know, the, the party infrastructure is definitely not getting involved, to my knowledge. Best of luck out there. Again, that <laughs> website one more time, Lexi Darty, L-E-X-Y-D-O-H-E-R-T-Y, Lexi Darty for Congress.com. Thanks for rolling out here. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Tim. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds. Birds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.